BD. Yo. The off season. That's what's up. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, well, basketball is almost over, so which means we're actually ready to chalk it. We're getting getting closer, right? I mean, I know baseball is in the summer, but we're we're within 100 days now. Speaking of all basketball, I got a funny story to tell you. I don't know that I should tell it on this podcast or not, but I'm going to. Why not? I'm just going to. There we go. Okay. I'm just going to let it out there. Uh, This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock and uh, plenty to get to on this show. Uh, Hope springs eternal. The offseason brings optimism. Uh, How optimistic are you about one Trey Lance? We'll get into that uh, in just a minute. As always, we want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Uh, if there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, feel free to give us a follow on YouTube as well. Uh, get involved in the conversation on social media. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. ED. T-W-O, no, that's wrong. E-D, uh-oh, uh-oh. two. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't tweet my, I, I don't get myself. You don't, so you don't DM no. yourself? Is what no, you're no, no, so it's, it's, it's E-D, two, F-I-V-E. What there do you say? Let me, let me check, let me check, hold on. <laughs> let's, let's get research on that. Whatever it is, E-D, get research, yeah, E-D, they just hit me up, they just hit me up in my ear. All right, cool. E-D, two, all right. F-I-V-E. No, we don't want to. Last thing we want is to 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 spread misinformation on this pod. All right. We so, try not to do that. We yeah, really we try to not to spread yeah. misinformation. So 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 there's that. Uh, as always, we are brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online, and and you just you just touched on it, right? I mean, the NBA Finals are here, basically, right? You got you got the Warriors, and you got the Celtics. My oh my, there's so many thoughts about that one. But anyways, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and use our promo code Believe. That's B L E. A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I am Rashawn Haylock. Uh, they're reading this ad here made me think about something. Did you see the the Jock Peterson, uh, Tommy Pham thing? Uh, they got into it over over fantasy football. Two baseball. Oh, yeah, 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 I did I see. Did. That. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I guess that's why I don't play fantasy football anymore. All right, so here we go. Okay, look. Anymore. If you ever, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 they got three seasons out of me. That was it. That was it. Now that was an arduous three seasons, but I, I did it. I did it for my friends. I actually, won my first year, so that was I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, I did oh. it once. I did it once and never changed my lineup and made it to the finals. That's why I was like, there is no reason to do this at all. I'm literally, I didn't even set my lineup. So I, I, you know, you I did auto. Auto, auto selection. I didn't set my lineup and I didn't change it the entire year and I made it to the finals. So that's, legit. that's how I feel about fantasy ball. So if you, if you watch this here podcast, obviously you, you see the, what lays behind me, right? Back up. They're back up. They were gone for a minute. 
But they're back up. Yeah, yeah, they're back there. We're never. I was just. Oh, no, that's right. You were in a different room. Right. Yeah, yeah, I was just upstairs. They, these, yeah. these, these were still here. I was just upstairs. Um. So anyway, you talk about the finals, right? Who do I want to win? Uh, not Boston is my answer, right? <laughs> that just happens to be the Warriors. So funny thing happened the other night, right? So the whole the NBA on TNT that they were out there in the Bay, right? Because the Warriors were there, and obviously Charles Barkley said some stuff. He he pissed some of the Warriors fans off, and so the next time they went to Golden State, I guess like they were they were throwing stuff at Barkley, and Barkley was about to throw stuff back. EJ was like, "Let's go to commercial." It was just this whole thing, right? And I was just sitting there thinking, and I was like, <laughs> I was sitting there watching this, and I'm thinking, I'm like, man, like, those fans are so obnoxious, right? But they're all Niners fans. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the funny part, right? Like, they're all Niners fans, too, right? So I'm like, wow. Oh, like, God. Oh, it, God. It just it hit me. Yeah, the majority like, of them are, yeah. I'm like, they're, they're all Niners fans, right? So it just, it, it made me think about something, because, like, I got a couple relatives that stay in the Bay, and they're like, dude, how are you a Niners fan? Yada, 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 right? And, and that's kind of like what they were talking about. And so I've seen that. But I've seen that as it relates to the Niners, and I just chuckle when they invade SoFi, you know what I mean? Because it's just humorous to me. But then watching that on TV, the way that whole thing portrayed, maybe it was kind of throwing the stuff, whatever, too, was a little over over the top. But that thing, that that had me that had me rolling for a bit. Anyways, I digress. So, um, Trey Day is, is going to become Trey Year uh, 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 eventually, right? Trey, Trey yeah. Lance is going to be the starter. Hope springs eternal. The offseason breeds nothing but optimism, at least for some. Um, for Trey, that hasn't necessarily been the case this offseason, right? There, there, there are people out there trying to beat him down before he even takes his first snap as the starting quarterback. I know he started a couple games last year, but as the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, people are already trying to break him down. So that being said, how, on well, what premise, first of all, it's, it's kind of mind boggling to me that they would even go there having not really seen Trey, right? But yet are incredibly optimistic about a Tua or a Wilson. Up in up in New Jersey, New York, with the Jets, uh, even a Fields, a Justin Fields, who all guys that we've seen larger sample sizes, all guys who are starting quarterbacks in this league already, right? That have already been in that starter. They've been listed on the depth chart as QB one, right? Like they've they've been there. They've been in that position for weeks at a time, if not for the duration of an entire season. So why is it that Trey is getting beat down so much or has received such criticism, I guess, this offseason? Why do you think it is? Because he hasn't played. You, you just said it. The other guys have the large sample size. So since Trey hasn't played, then I get to create the narrative. I get to decide what I want to say about Trey and it's the off season. So I, not only do I get to say it, I get to make it up because there is no validation um, or disintegration of my point this weekend. There's no game. So I get to get as many clicks and make as many people upset or whatever, whatever direction I want to go 
to try and get people to listen to what I say and follow my tweets and my posts and watch my show or listen to my podcast. Everyone, I can talk about it because, again, you have such a polarizing guy at the quarterback position um, last season for the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo. So guess what? Trey, obviously Trey can't play. If a broken down Jimmy Garoppolo, he, I mean, he had one arm, nine fingers, you know, you know, eight toes, and they still started it. Trey must suck. I can, so let's, let's build on that. Let's build on that. You can't tell me that he can't play that. You can't tell me that he's the answer. You can't tell me he's good. You can't tell me they didn't waste those picks. If he couldn't play for Jimmy, we all know why Jimmy was playing. They were trying to win a championship. He gave him a better chance at that time. We also know why Trey is a quarterback right now. Those of us that are in Ninerland, we actually know that Trey's the guy now because they do want to upgrade that position. Trey wasn't ready. Doesn't matter now. I told you before, it doesn't matter if he's ready. I keep getting that answer that question all the time. Is Trey ready? He better be because he's about to play. <laughs> yeah. That's just where it is. But that's why it's written that way. Because he hasn't played. And since he hasn't played, I get to make up the story. I get to say this is what it's about. I get to do what I need to, what I want to do as a talking head to get people to listen to me. It's no more than that. That's all it is. I don't pay it any attention because I know what is going to happen. The offseason will eventually end. Weekends will come. They will play football games. And Trey will act some, he will be named, and you said it, he has yet to start a game for the 49ers as the starter. Trust me, I know. There's money I'm still mad about from the 49ers that I didn't get my rookie year because I wasn't listed as the starter. Until you are listed as the starter, you're not, you're a backup. You're coming in to play for the other guy until they decide to give you that opportunity and give you that title. His time's coming. It, you said something very interesting, and it, it took me back to my days as a scribe, right? Well, once upon a time, I was a, I was a writer uh, for, um, for, a, for a regional network out, out this way, right? And so I remember, and this was me starting, right? Like I, I starting as a writer covering a beat, right? I had no, all my previous experience had been on the TV side and had never wrote anything um, that an editor had to copy, you know, I had, I had to look at uh, before prior to that. And, and I remember being around some of these grizzled sports writers, if you will. <laughs> and if we would get hosed by um, whoever was supposed to be speaking that day, right? If they if they gave us the Heisman or if they cut us short, they only gave us, you know, a minute or two minutes or whatever, right? I, I remember this quote uh, like it was yesterday from this old grizzled writer, less of your words means more of mine. And so because- There it is. <laughs> because, and because, because, because coach so-and-so wasn't gonna talk to us today, I'm just going to freestyle as much as I want because he's not giving me any words. So I'm going to use all of my words. And I still got to three, I got to get 300 words in this column regardless. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. so, and most of the time 
when you walk up, I tell this to young athletes all the time, no pardon, that the story is already written. When they come to you, they're not coming to you for a story. They're coming to you for a quote. The story is already written. So you can listen to it and not fall into the trap and, and be able to handle that like a pro. Or again, you can, you can give them that quote that they let them lead you down that path of destruction or just let them fill it in. But regardless, the story is already written. They're not waiting on you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, and, and that's very true that I would say about 90, 95% of the time, that's probably the case, right? The story is already written. I, I just need, I need a quote here to, to kind of accentuate my story, right? And give it a little bit more bang, right? Um, and so it, it it made me think of that though, less less of your words, more of my words. And so that's kind of where we are right now in, in the off season. And you add to that, I look at all these different articles from all these publications, large and small, right? The NFL.com put out an article today about the San Francisco 49ers and their outlook for 2022. And one thing that continues to be a constant, whether it be on social media, whether it be in print journalism, what have you, is that the Niners have this quarterback battle, this quarterback competition. When anybody that's been around the team or anyone who's followed this team will be able to tell you there is no quarterback battle going. Hell, Kyle Shanahan told y'all last week, we still trying to trade Jimmy. Like it wasn't our plan for him to still be here in this building. And, but here we are a week later and it continues to be promoted as a quarterback battle going into camp, which is beyond me, right? Like these are large publications here. Like this, this isn't like just, you know, Joe Blow in, in his mom's basement writing this stuff up. Like these are large publications as well coming out with, with, with some of this. And so um, that part is baffling to me too as well, but it all just sort of plays into, you know, this narrative of, of the off season. I know sometimes for me personally, right? Like I went on TV last week and I, I gave predictions for the Rams and the Chargers and what their, their record was going to be like coming up this season. I couldn't tell you what that record is today. Like what I said, right? Like I threw something out there. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what it was though. I have no idea what, you know, where I put them at it in, in, in terms of wins or losses, but that's just kind of where we are right now in terms of the offseason. I think that's kind of been uh, portrayed on Trey in a sense. And so here we are. Um, but there's something to be optimistic about, right? When, when you look at Trey Lance and when you look oh, at absolutely. this position of, of being quarterback one, right? Well, well, number one, number one, it's a talented team. Trey's a talented player. You look at what happened with Garoppolo last year and the team that he had, okay? Because let, let me say this about Trey, optimism about Trey. You know. I was a guy. Jimmy should play last season, right? Why? Because I think that they have the squad. I thought that they had a squad that could get to a championship. Yeah, we, we were both there. I was, I, was, I, was, I was adamant about that. I, I was all on that. Now, in no way do I think that meant that I mean that Trey couldn't play. And I tried to say that to people all year long. It wasn't me against him. I was like, this is pro team. You're in the best position to win. Now, that being said, they decided they wanted to upgrade this that position. I think physically he is a better guy. And then it's the thing. Trey comes from winning, man. He comes from winning. Just like, just like Jimmy. I, Jimmy, winning for a quarterback matters. Just like Jimmy came from winning in college. High school and college, he was the winner. He went to an organization with the Patriots where he saw winning. He saw how to perform at that position and prepare to win. He got his opportunity with the Niners, and he won. 
say what you want to say about Jimmy understands how to win, how to prep to win, how to perform in, in clutch situations, how to get it done. I think Trey's got a lot of that. Yeah, he's got 17 games. A lot of people will say he didn't just start playing football then. And in those, and, and if you want to just give him those 17 in college, I think he won them all. Okay. <laughs> that part. He's right. accustomed to winning. And he has the pieces around him. This is a good team. Trey just needs to come in and do his part. And you hope that that's make a few plays in some situations where you need to get over that hump that maybe physically Jimmy couldn't make. And that's why I'm optimistic about it. I think that they're going to be a really good football team. I think that they should be a playoff team. And then we'll see what happened after that. Yeah, I, I think so the – the 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 rebuttal to that is well winning isn't isn't a stat and to which my reply is well it should be right Winning's the only stat that matters well exactly but when you that was the whole thing for the those that were anti-jimmy like right winning isn't a stat right you you would throw out his record out there and, and win loss record isn't a stat um but but it, it should be especially as it relates to the quarterback position right um so i'm i'm, 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 I'm a, Height isn't an issue. Height isn't a thing if you're short because there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like like we know it it makes a difference in a lot of things, but that's just how it is. You're going to sit here and throw. People were just looking for reasons to not like Jimmy and say, well, they won in spite of Jimmy. Well, let's hope that they win in spite of, because of, (laughs) alongside of Trey. I don't care. Just win. Just win, right? <laughs> well, so so there, and then there's there's the other interesting thing, right? Like you hear some of the stuff coming out of the locker room, and it's oh, was it Kittle? It was someone made the Josh Allen comparison, right? And um, look, I mean, there may be something to that, right? When you look at their career paths, right? Allen wasn't rated at all coming out of high school right ended up having to go to junior college route and he then he went to a, a, a mid-major in wyoming as for trey he, he was a three-star guy but he wasn't really getting the looks at the quarterback position right so he goes to the fcs level and he plays there at north dakota state and, he, and granted it's the, only just that that one year and then that that one game that they had in the during that that spring season and, and that was pretty much it for him right but um Maybe there is something to that, just in terms of their traje- their trajectories, their career paths, and then how they wound up in the situations that they're in. Um, and so if, look, if the Niners can get that type of production, a Josh Allen type production from Trey Lance, I think you take that every day of the week, right? Like that, that's, that's probably enough to, to, to take six at a certain point. Uh, Trey. You would imagine, right? What, I mean, Trey has the talent to do that. And Trey's in a great position because he's on a good team. Unlike Josh Allen, who took over a really bad team. That part. Trey, Trey is taking a, Trey, Trey is two things, Josh Allen. Number one, Josh Allen had a bad team. Number two, Josh Allen was taking over a team in which the culture had to be established. McDermott had to come in, establish, who was a very good coach. He had to come in, establish a culture, establish the mindset, and say, this is how we are going to win here in Buffalo. He had to do all those things. That's all set. Kyle has a system that has proven that it can win games. Now it's just time for it to prove that it can win championships. But the system itself has won championships. So everything is established. 
the, the, the locker room is established. Trey doesn't have to come in and take over anything. He just has to come in and do his part. And by doing his part, he will become the leader of the team because he's the guy with the ball under center. He's going to get he, – he will be a leader whether he wants to. He's going to lead him one way or the other regardless because that's the position that they have put him in. They put him in the general spot. The rest of the troops have to follow you. They don't have a choice. They, they, I mean, that, that's it. If you go over the cliff, they're going to go over that cliff with you. That's just the way it is. So um, every everything else being equal, I just see this dude being in position because he has a good team to succeed because he's people. This is the thing. Just know this. No one void of talent, regardless how they got there, regardless what happened, trades made, picks given up, all of these things. No one top five draft selection in the NFL is void of talent, regardless of the position they're being asked to play. They are talented. Now, that doesn't mean we've seen the Jamarcus Russells of the world. We can go through every the Tony Mandridge and all. So we can go through every position and say there was a guy drafted there where it didn't work out. It was not because of talent. Okay? Trey, Trey has the talent to play at the highest level. Regardless of the school he went to and, and what you think about the number of games he's played and the route that he took to get here, he has the talent to play. Nobody screws up that bad. I'm, I'm just sorry. No, no team. No team. And even if you say, well, he if the Niners hadn't drafted him there, Nobody would have drafted him there at that spot. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have been at that spot. Even more, what I say, when you find your guy, you get your guy. At the quarterback position, if he's your guy, you don't wait. You get it. Which lets me know this organization thought that he had that type, he had top five talent. That many the, the 49ers have been right on too many other players. John, John, um, John Lynch, John Lynch. And uh, and whichever way you want to put it, Kyle Shanahan, since they have come to be the guys making the decisions for the Niners, they've been right too many times for me to think that they just wet the bed on this. But so I'm just again, I'm just waiting to see. I think we're good. You said it is time to go take six. I, I, I that's that's just where we are right now. So and, and that's the only way we're going to get it. We got to take it. That's why they made this move. That's why. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. If you, if you, sticking with that, there's also the fact of the, the foresight, right? Like, so if you really start to pare this thing down, you realize, like, at a certain point, we're moving on from Jimmy. And you follow this stuff. You know how this stuff works in terms of the NFL draft, things of this nature, like, they have their eye on two, three, four years down the road, right? Um, any good scouting department would. So if we're going to get a guy, we're probably going to have to get a guy at this particular time because this particular group, well, first of all, this particular group of quarterbacks is as good as we're going to see for a little bit. And then you start to narrow it down to, okay, this particular guy of this group is the guy that we want, right? Because you fast forward to a, a year, 
from now, that that group doesn't look so hot, right? Like this this last quarterback draft, this last draft that we just had, like the quarterback class, not as good as we've seen in 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 quite some time, right? And now, if you want to look a little bit further down the line, next year's class may be a little bit stronger. But from the 49ers standpoint, okay, maybe maybe we don't want to wait that long, right? Um, and knowing that at a certain point we're gonna have to move off of Jimmy, like maybe we've reached our our potential, maybe we've reached our max with with ten behind center, and so you at that, that, and, that and, and you know, let me jump in right there, and you and and that's that's a valid point right there that a lot of people miss that maybe it, everyone like Jimmy was a mistake. No, Jimmy helped reset the culture in a winning fashion. You had. The Niners were horrible. We were bad. We were a bad football team. We were we were really, really bad for almost a decade before Jimmy. He helped reset that. And everyone is like, you know what? Like he didn't do anything. He was a disappointment. And I said underappreciated is the word that you're that they're gonna look back on with Jimmy. Jimmy was not a failure, but that does not mean he didn't reach his ceiling. And I've told you before, the culture for the Niners that I your best effort isn't good enough to change. That doesn't make Jimmy a mistake. That just means we okay, as we improve in all these other positions, if we need more out of that and we see that you've maxed out, we got to find somebody better than you. And I think that's what they did. They tried to find someone physically better. They liked everything about him, his leadership, um, his poise under pressure. Uh, you know, his accuracy and some, I think there were a lot of things about him, his command of a huddle and, and the way his guys rallied around him, all of those things, bringing out the best in others, all of those things that you want a quarterback to do. Okay. But now we just need to up the physical ability. Trey, <laughs> here we go. It's on you now. That's what, that's, that's why. Yeah, I mean, it's a. It, it obviously is going to be something to watch. I mean, the 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 naysayers are going to be out there saying certain things. Um, Kyle is going to continue to 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 preach what he's been preaching this whole time. I mean, so far he and John have not deviated from. It may be to a fault, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, but they have not deviated from you know their stance on on where they feel like this franchise is going to go at the quarterback position you know something that they started last season you know for better or for worse so um so that's that so i mean that obviously something something to monitor but i think if you i mean if you look at it i mean you start to pare this thing down there are there are certain things to be optimistic about now that that being said you know and, and this is where i differ on the thing like i don't i don't expect him to come out and just set the world on fire um, you know, I, I, I do fully anticipate there being some growing pains, you know, from him, uh, throughout the first quarter, if not longer of the season. Uh, but I mean, we'll see, you know, that's why, that's why they play the games, but uh, without a doubt, I mean, it's, he is QB one now. And so, you know, we'll see, we'll see where that goes, right? Like you, you talked about it, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy G bridged the gap, right? Now, now it's on five to, to, to take it to the next level. It's on five to win a championship. Yeah. And that's where it has to go. That, that's, that's why he was brought in. That's why you draft a quarterback top five and a quarterback drafted top five is supposed to give your organization multiple opportunities to win championships. You're expecting him, Jimmy. I'm sorry, Trey Lance is expected even more so than Jimmy Garoppolo ever was 
Jimmy Garoppolo was expected to come in and play well and let's see what he can do and all these things. Even his draft selection. We think he can be a good player. We think he can be a solid player. We don't know if he's that guy, but we know he can play in this league. That's why he's given that opportunity. It's the Andy Dalton thing. We know this guy can play. We know he can run, but I don't know if he's going to you know, elevate to that level. Trey, top five? Hell, that's Hall of Fame potential. Yeah, that's the expect. And so you're expecting a Hall of Famer, someone with Hall of Fame potential, is supposed to win you a championship. That's where he's at. Yeah, I I think it's uh to use a, a Laker analogy. Sometimes you need a Dale Harris to get to a Phil Jackson, essentially, right? Dale Harris had a, a young Shaq and a young Kobe, and they were battling against the Spurs and the Jazz, and they were getting their, their butts kicked. And all of a sudden, PJ comes in. First year they won the championship, right? This is the beginning of a three-peat, right? Sometimes, like, Dale got him only so far, right? Now here comes PJ to get him to the next level. And so you uh, you, you, you hope, you anticipate that that's what that's going to be like uh, for Trey. So, you know, we we shall see. Um, want to continue to, to encourage, continue and encourage you to, to download, subscribe, rate, review, and locate wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, feel free to get involved in the conversation on Twitter. How optimistic are you about Trey? Uh, hit us up. I'm at R Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on the old Instagram, I am at watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25 in some order. Do F-I-V-E. There you go. That's it. And you know what, man? Tell these people too, because, you know, we've, you know, from the, the crowd's been asking. Um, Merch! By Merch! By crowd, by, by crowd, I mean like two people ask for, you know, a couple a couple of isms that we throw out there. By two, that. you mean 200,000. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, so people, go, go to believe.com. B-L-E-A-V. You guys know that. Go to Believe.com, hit the shop, and we have some merchandise coming out there. So, you know, because you guys have heard us talk about damn dudes, get your shirt. You've heard us talk about Take Six, get your shirt. And I know the one coming soon. I just got a text. They said they're getting it up on the website. The developer is working on it right now. And and I'm, and I'm I want them to send this one to me right now because we are the gauntlet. That's right. Go get them. Go get them. Check it out. We, we've been saying put it on a T-shirt for two years, and finally they put it on a T-shirt. So go ahead, get, get, your, get your merch. It took two years. Tell them the website again, ED. Oh, believe.com. There you it's go. Really that's easy. It's, it's, it's really that easy. B-L-E-A-V.com. You know, go to the shop. You'll find it. I might even throw the links up on my, uh, on, on uh, you know, we, we can throw them up on our, um, on our um, social media. Yeah. may do that. But, Everybody, y'all listening to this? Go, go check it out. For my partner, Super Bowl champ Eric Davis and Mr. Hashtag, Mr. Sane himself, Mr. Put It on a T-shirt. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.